Is this breed the best four-legged dancer out there? Can this little guy outjump every other canine? Is this dog the quietest breed of all? And is it possible this breed moves like a cat but doesn't smell like a dog? Dogs 101 celebrates man's best friend. Today, the Golden Retriever, the Pembroke Welsh Corgi, the Vishla, the Jack Russell. No, really, that's Jack Russell. And we start with the dog with one of the strongest jaws in the dog world, the German Shepherd. With handsome, noble good looks, the German Shepherd was the original canine movie star. But from the silver screen to silver stars, German Shepherds lead the way as police dogs. Experts estimate the breed accounts for over 8,000 deputy dogs. German Shepherds are just fearless. I mean, they would be the first dog to take a bullet for you. To members of our military and police force, German Shepherds, like Officer Hogan's canine, Dasty, are more than a dog. I consider Dasty a police officer. He's actually asked to do more than I am sometimes, and he puts himself in great danger. German Army Captain Max von Stiefenitz first registered a German Shepherd in Germany in 1899. The dog was the result of careful breeding to develop an ideal service dog. The captain's motto was utility and intelligence. Arguably the most versatile of all of the working breeds. Oh. That's the way. The German Shepherd was almost immediately put to wide use, serving the German army in World Wars I and II. They were one of Hitler's dogs, dogs of war. Returning American GIs brought back tales of the breed's prowess. They were impressed by their bravery and brought a few of them home. But Hollywood loved the handsome breed, and the German Shepherds pawed their way onto the silver screen. If you think of Rin Tin Tin, everyone relates to him, how um, intelligent that dog was. When Rin Tin Tin first premiered in silent films in the 1920s, he received over 10,000 fan letters a week and saved Warner Brothers from financial ruin. They're very athletic, extremely intelligent. You can train them to do almost anything. The German Shepherd is bred with versatility, beginning with a double-layered coat. They have a very dense undercoat, so they're a very good all-weather type of dog. Color varieties include the standard black and tan, all black, and in recent years, even white. This breed also has pointed, alert ears, but as puppies, the ears are floppy. And this is actually very close to the wolf. Wolf puppies are born with floppy ears. Check out the bushy, slightly curved tail. There are rumors that occasionally they'd back cross a wolf into the breed. Dutch breeders did cross wolves into the bloodline in the 1920s, but the resulting dogs could not be domesticated. Yet police are thankful for one wolfy hangover, that long muzzle, the better to track you with. He can track, he can do area searches, he can do building searches. The other side of police canine work is suspect apprehension. Cops call this bite work for short. In fact, shepherds really enjoy this exercise. Only the most intelligent dogs can attain the impulse control to be effective apprehension dogs. Along with intelligence, German shepherds have one thing that suits them for this kind of work. Actually, they have 42. 
The German Shepherd does have one of the strongest bites, and that's probably another reason why police officers use them. With the capability to exert up to 238 pounds of pressure, the German Shepherd has a bite that is second only to the Rottweiler in power. When that jaw snaps shut, the six upper incisors meet the six lower incisors in a devastating scissor grip. Each time you get bit, it's always a new experience. Trainer John Johnson is outfitted in a custom-fit bite suit. To protect the trainer, the suit is lined with Kevlar. That's the same material put in body armor. Kevlar can stop bullets, but it can't always withstand razor-sharp teeth. Even though you have the suit on, he still gets through it. But the real utility of the German Shepherd to police work is not the fierce bite. It's the discipline to stop when told. This gives the officer an option to use force without using his gun. I can actually call the dog back to me. If I made a decision to use a firearm, I can't call that bullet back. Admired by police for its valor under fire, the German Shepherd also forms a close emotional bond with its human handler. They're family. He's your extra set of eyes. And when a loyal partner passes, the force loses both a public servant and a friend. Ask Officer Nichols about his first police dog, the decorated canine Hans. Canine Hans was my first canine partner in uh, late July of 2006. He, um, he get really sick. And uh, the dog was so stoic that we didn't even... Um, realized he was ill until uh, about five days before he passed. It tears you apart. Life does march on, and Officer Nichols' new partner, K-Bar, has some pretty big paws to fill. It was very difficult not to make comparisons, but you know that's part of the process in understanding that he's not the same guy and being willing to accept that. The German Shepherd can tow the line with the best of them, but like most working stiffs, he's a big softy at heart. This dog makes a wonderful pet and a loyal companion. Kids sometimes do the heavy hands on the dogs and they pull their tail and bend their ear over, and yet German Shepherds, if it's the family, they understand that. Every German Shepherd is unique, but in general, the German Shepherd is a healthy dog, although the breed's body does wear down over the years. German Shepherds are legend for having uh, hip dysplasia. For grooming, watch out. You will find clumps of fur everywhere. Adaptability is this dog's middle name. You could have a German Shepherd in an apartment as long as you exercise them regularly. The German Shepherd heads the canine list as the number one biter, so early training is important. But with the proper guidance, love, and attention, these dogs make loyal pets. These dogs want to please. They want to please, so you give them the least bit of encouragement, they're going to be all over you and making you a really happy person. The German Shepherd is a loyal, wonderful family dog, but outsiders beware. They're just so protective of what they consider their, their pack or their family. The German Shepherd is very adaptable and generally healthy, but beware of bad breeding. It sheds heavily, is one of the easiest breeds to train, and makes for a great family dog.
Jack Russell, the Parson Russell Terrier. No matter what you call it, this dog is a live wire. Bred for speed, the Jack Russell can pop 100 balloons in less than a minute. Jack Russells are a crazy breed. I mean, they're crazy in a good way, but they're nuts. Go, go, go! This is a hyper dog. This is a dog that likes to run in circles and yip and yap and bark and bounce and bite things. These small turbo jets are natural performers. Their quirky personalities and expressive faces make them a natural choice for TV and cinema. There's a really popular Jack Russell that was on the TV show Fraser. I mean, he was a beautifully trained dog, and unfortunately, because he was so beautifully trained, he gave people the misconception that you go to a breeder, you pick up a Jack Russell, and he's going to act like Eddie. These lively, bouncy dogs are bursting with energy. They're strong-willed and fiercely independent. They're not for everyone. If you're going to keep a Jack Russell in an apartment, you've got to guarantee that you're going to give that dog at least an hour every day to run. The Jack Russell Terrier originated in southern England in the 1800s. The breed was developed from a strain of white terrier, now extinct, to hunt red fox above and below ground. The Jack Russell got his name from the fox hunting enthusiast and preacher, John Russell. He bred four main characteristics into the Jack Russell Terrier, creating one of the finest strains of terriers for hunting. First off, he bred two distinct Jack Russells. There is the type that has the longer legs, which is like um, Eddie or Moose on Fraser, and then there's the type that has shorter legs. From the bottom of their paws to the top of their shoulder, these guys range in size from 12 to 16 inches. And a Jack Russell can easily jump five times his height. Not impressed? Well, a German Shepherd can't beat it. He jumps four times his height. The second trait, small V-shaped ears. Those cute little ears, they have a purpose. They fold over to protect the inner ear from debris in the field and underground. Jack Russells come with two distinct coat textures, smooth and rough. These weatherproof double coats protect them from the elements and underbrush. The Jack Russell can be 100% white. Yep, that's true. Or white with black or tan markings or a combination of all three. Jack Russells can have sensitive skin, so it's a good idea to apply sunscreen. The minute you mentioned using sunscreen, people think it's like this kind of kooky, weird thing, but you definitely need sunscreen for a dog. The final characteristic is chest size. The chest is a very defining characteristic of the Jack Russell Terrier. Bred to burrow into tight spaces underground, a flexible and narrow chest is vital. Now, even though these little terriers are quick and tough, they develop strong bonds with the humans they love. Six years ago, Pat Dugan, a former Marine, police officer, and Vietnam vet, was facing one of the hardest times in his life. I went from a speed of 100 miles an hour to zero miles an hour when I retired. I wasn't ready for it to end, you know? I wanted to keep going. To make matters worse, Pat had recently lost his beloved dog, Lucky. I know this sounds ridiculous, but I, was, I didn't want to love no more. When I buried him, yeah, I was about ready to go on the ground with him. Even without his friend Lucky, Pat still took a daily walk in the park. 
when he least expected it, his life changed. I saw this white speck come out of the fog, and I was wondering, what is that? And so as we got closer, I realized it was a Jack Russell Terrier. I almost felt a spark when I touched him, and that was it. It was love at first sight. Pat kept in touch with his local animal shelter, but no one ever did claim this dog, now called J.R. I said, why did you call him J.R.? And he said, because he's a Jack Russell Terrier. There was something mystical about J.R.'s appearance in Pat's life, and on Veterans Day, J.R. had something to show him. We were walking at the cemetery, and he wanted more leash. J.R. just kept pulling. We let him have the lead, and J.R. went over, and he started scratching at a gravestone that was almost obscured by debris. So he started digging and, and uh, uncovering the grave. And the name on the grave? Corporal Jack Russell. It was amazing that J.R. should uncover a grave marker of a veteran on Veterans Day with the same name as his family line, Jack Russell. Pat readily admits that J.R. has had a profound effect on his life. He taught me it was okay to love openly. And he taught me it was okay to love something enough that you could cry. He has to be a heavenly gift. He couldn't have come nowhere else. Come on, boy. He can expect to have his buddy J.R. around for many years. They tend to live a very long time, upwards of 15 years or more. Owning a dog will make you live longer, too, almost three years longer than folks who don't. They adapt well to any environment, including apartment living. They are really, really durable little dogs who can do well in almost any temperature. Jack Russells are great for adults and fare best with children over six. They're easy to groom and have minimal shedding. The smooth types shed the most. For training, it's a mixed bag. This is a very intelligent dog. This is a dog that, that left to its own devices will definitely figure out ways to, to get into trouble. If you don't train a Jack Russell Terrier, they can wreak serious havoc in your home. It'll eat your couch, it'll tear your wall off. If the Jack Russell is well-trained and given a daily outlet to release his wild energy, he can be a lively and loyal companion. If you're an experienced trainer, the Jack Russell is the dog for you. But these willful dogs often outsmart the average pet owner. They have a lot of intelligence, a lot of personality. They think. They're always one step ahead of you. They want to do what they want to do when they want to train you. Given plenty of exercise, the breed does well in all environments. The Jack Russell is a sturdy breed and can live a long time. The breed needs minimal grooming, and they need an experienced trainer. Jack Russells are suited best for families with older children. Could this be the perfect family pet? Well, considering that they're one of the lowest ranking barkers and they don't have bad breath, that's a pretty good start. And what's this about an egg? They have what's called a soft mouth. Take the egg. Good boy. I've actually seen these dogs pick up two or three raw eggs in their mouth at a time without breaking them. People might be surprised that golden retrievers can be real clowns. So you may discover that they've swiped your wallet and have hidden it somewhere. And if that isn't enough, 
There's news of a golden retriever at a Kansas zoo that has adopted and is nursing three abandoned tiger cubs. This is one versatile breed. Often referred to simply as the golden. The golden retriever is one of the most beloved dogs. And it's always ranked high among the most popular breeds. Golden retrievers are right at the top as far as a pet goes. Very versatile. They are one of the top pets that are welcomed into homes today. Good job! And there happens to be a guy you can thank for this happy, dutiful pooch, and he's got a funny name. Lord Tweedmouth, or if you prefer his given name, Sir Dudley Majorabanks. An avid hunter, Lord Tweedmouth lived near the banks of the Loch Ness, and it was there where he developed a dog in the 1860s with a love for the water and a desire to retrieve. Well, the Tweedster knocked this one out of the park. The American Kennel Club registered the Golden in 1925, and the breed flourished through the 30s and 40s and has never lost its popularity. And if obedience is your thing, look no further. They're rocking the good behavior hardware. Unique about the Golden Retriever is they were the first ever AKC obedience trial champion. That's like Miss Manners for Dogs, an organization recognizing an excellent working relationship with their owners. You don't have to bother saying fetch to these guys. Bred as hunters to retrieve fowl from water and land, they'll run tirelessly all day. Come on, Bravo. Good boy. Nice, Fortune. Good boy. Come here, mister. Goldens are a big dog, measuring around 22 inches in height and an average weight of 65 pounds. They sport a dense, water-repellent coat with a good undercoat and rich shades of golden coloring. A puppy's coat is almost always lighter than what it will be when it's an adult. Looking at a puppy's ears are a good indication of what color it will be when it grows up. These dogs love to chew. Yep, it's that soft mouth again, bred to carry waterfowl during the hunt. But sometimes it goes a little too far. Some bad reviews are taking a bite out of their reputation. Aggression is now a feature in some lines. Not the whole breed, but you've got to watch out for it. And Golden's actually a number three on the National Bite Parade in what is an epidemic of bites these days. Who's number one and number two? The German Shepherds at one, the Chow Chow at two. And like its retriever alum, the Labrador, it has webbed feet to aid in all that paddling it loves to do. But with all that fetching and running, the Golden Retriever is prone to hip dysplasia, a joint disorder common to many large breeds. It's caused by a loss of cartilage due to an abnormal formation in the hip. It can be quite painful and requires proper medical attention. Consult with your vet if your golden shows signs of discomfort. Its good nature and compatibility make it a pet everyone can love. Golden Retrievers are the quintessential family dog. They are so willing to work for the people they're bonded with. They're just so ready to please their families. The working ability that has made the Golden Retriever such a useful hunting companion also makes him an ideal guide, search and rescue, and service dog. They've really found a place in America as service dogs. They bond very closely to people, so golden retrievers are used as guide dogs for the blind, as support dogs for people with mobility issues. 
Erica Way knows a lot about the special relationship Goldens and their partners share. Born without the use of her legs, Erica was reserved and unable to participate fully in her early teenage years. I used to be very shy and not really open to talk to people, especially new people. She has always been a shy girl. She's got a wonderful, warm, bubbly personality, but she wasn't getting herself out there, wasn't making connections with people. Erica felt something was getting in the way. People would just stare at me and they wouldn't want to come up and say hi because it's kind of awkward, I guess, to come to a girl in a wheelchair. Erica's mother kept hearing a radio ad for a program called Canines for Disabled Kids, where kids with disabilities get teamed up with a service dog. We work very hard with children and families to be able to help children who have disabilities that would benefit from the use of an assistance dog. And for Erica's 13th birthday, they went to check it out. And that's when a golden retriever named Baker changed her life. Once I saw him, I guess really, really wanted him to be mine. And I waited months until my mom told me that we were matched together. Now with Baker, she can go anywhere and do anything with a new confidence. They don't see me when they come up to me. They see the dog. Instead of seeing a girl in a wheelchair and being awkward. It levels the playing field. The wheelchair is totally removed from the equation. I saw her blossom. It was incredible. He opened up doors for her in so many ways. I feel more outgoing and I feel like I can do a lot more things, especially meeting new people. For Erica, a golden retriever, especially this golden retriever, is just the perfect match. For him, it's all about her. If she's happy, he's happy. And that's part of being a golden. Are you ready? For environment, goldens are versatile, but it's a bigger dog that requires activity. I think the nice thing about a golden retriever is they're going to adapt to anywhere. They'd be fine in an apartment as long as they got worked. You could put them on a farm. They'd have a blast. Hip dysplasia is common, and if not properly exercised, these guys can pack on the pounds. There's also been a problem with cancer in the breed. Lymphosarcoma is a very common cancer in golden retrievers, so you want to make sure that you get a good line. Grooming-wise, you'll have to pay attention to their coat. Goldens should be groomed regularly. You know, they need to be brushed. They need to get all the knots taken out uh, with a slicker brush. Golden retrievers are extremely easy to train. They are more biddable than some other breeds, which means they're more eager to please. There's probably not a better pet for the entire family. But remember, it can be mouthy and a biter, so train them early to not bite. This is not a guard dog, unless the intruder hates getting licked. Every Golden has its own unique personality and traits. But in general, Goldens are born to run and are generally quite healthy. Keep that brush handy and don't sweat the training. And you've got a great family dog. They just have a zest for life no matter what they do. They're just amazing dogs. Now it's time to play Pick the Pooch. The Dachshund is one of the yappiest breeds around. But this African dog, bred for silent hunting, literally has no bark. A woofless dog? Can you guess the breed? What breed of dog has no bark? 
the Basenji, a breed from the Congo that can trace its roots to ancient Egypt. Today, these dogs wear bells to let their owners know where they are. Love the dog? Hate the smell? Check out the Vishla. That's right, they don't have an odor. They're very clean dogs. They, they don't have that doggy smell. These self-cleaning dogs even lick themselves like a cat. No wonder Vishlas have been the quintessential royal dog for centuries. Smooth and handsome, regal and statuesque, Vishlas are the aristocrats of the dog world. The Vishla is a gorgeous dog. Face it, these dogs look like they belong. They're just a majestic looking dog. They're just beautiful and uh, stunning. With their smooth coat, lean figure, and almost prancing-like gait, they can sometimes look more like a well-placed prop than a real live dog. It's okay. But don't let this fool you. These pups have pep. You have to get them exercised about two hours a day, and I mean running exercise. This is not a walk around the block kind of dog. Vishlas want to run, not walk. And good at running they are. Their ancestors, the Magyar Vishlas, were the choice hunting dogs back in the Austro-Hungarian Empire. As part retriever and part pointer, they were bred with a keen sense of smell and incredible sense of motivation. Those dogs became the crown jewel of Hungary. Only the creme de la creme owned them. But as the empire fell apart, they were crossed with the Weimaraner and the German short-haired pointer, resulting in the sleek hunter we have today. The flip side of this energetic pup is a dog that loves to relax with you. When not running, it's hard to find a Vishla anywhere else but at your feet. Vishlas are very affectionate dogs. They're also known as the Velcro dog because they like to stay with you. Unless you're throwing a ball, expect a Vishla to be on your lap. With the Vishla's endurance, need to fetch, and desire to be close to you, it takes a special owner. Who better to step up to the plate than this championship pitcher? Amazing! Mark Burley throws a no-hitter! Mark Burley never had dogs growing up, but now cannot imagine life without his Vishlas. Sometimes they're all on top of you. It's, it's kind of uncomfortable, but uh, they're, they're so attached to you, they follow you around no matter where you go. Luckily, Mark and his wife, Jamie, have a lot of time to spend with their Diesel and Drake. While you may not be shooting foul in your backyard, Vishlas are still hunters and will want to find something for you. You know what that means, a lot of fetch. These two big Vishlas, Diesel and Drake, are a challenge to his all-star arm. Probably play catch about three hours uh, throughout the day. I mean, every couple hours we take them out as much as we can and, and throw the ball to them. Because these dogs need so much exercise, they're not for everyone. They need space to run. They need places to sniff. Diesel, go fetch it up. Go get it. Unless you have time and space, Vishlas are not for you. Without given activity, they'll find their own, which can mean chewing up all sorts of things. These dogs want to play fetch all the time. Even my arm gets tired. Certainly, there's no better dog for a pitcher. But a year ago, Diesel and Drake suffered a horrible accident that put their lives in jeopardy. 
Jamie had just given birth to their first child and Mark was on the road. She let the dogs out in the morning and they never came back. I really started to panic because they never leave our yard. Diesel and Drake broke through the invisible fence and were hit by cars. Both of them got hit. Uh, Diesel had his back, his back end hit pretty good and Drake, the bigger one, got thrown underneath the car. Both Jamie and Mark were devastated. When you have a newborn baby, all these emotions are already high, and then you have two, in my, in my opinion, two other children that are hurt. The dogs underwent immediate surgery, but it took months of rest and relaxation before they recovered. We've uh, had these dogs for a while, uh, you know, for a couple years. I couldn't even imagine not having these dogs in our life. Mark still has his number one trusty catch, and maybe that royal blood has good luck in it. The year they got the Vichlas, Mark brought home a World Series ring. For the dog that seems to be half-cat already, check out their paws. With long toes and small, compact pads, their paws are classified as cat-like. If not for the nails on hardwood floors, you would never know they were coming. Another trait that allows them to go unnoticed by prey, their eyes. Bred to show no white, the brown irises blend right into the Vishla's coat. Vishla's are possibly the ultimate camo dog. Their coat is the color of cinnamon, from head to tail, with virtually no variation. Vishla's are an active dog. They are not great for city living, but thrive in the open country. There may not be an easier dog to groom. They're just very clean, they have very short coat. They smell good all the time. If you run a dry cloth over them a couple of times a week, they'll only need a bath four or five times a year. Like most active dogs, they're prone to hip dysplasia, but this is less so with Vichlas. Overall, don't worry about spending a lot at the vet with these pups. Vishlas need training. Vishlas are trainable uh, with somebody that knows what they're doing. You need to train them slowly and carefully because they can kind of become overwhelmed if you give them too much to think about at once. Because they want to work for you, you need to be patient in training them. It takes some time to focus all their energy in the right direction. No doubt the Vishla is a lovable family dog, but this breed has a ton of energy, so it's best to be careful around small kids. Probably it's going to do best in the family that does a lot of outdoor activities. Not necessarily great with real young children. While best in big open areas, they're one of the healthiest dogs and one of the easiest to groom. Put all your time into their training, it'll pay off. And they do need attention around small kids. Equally comfortable on the couch next to you and in the woods playing fetch, Vishlas will keep you in great company and on your toes. A dog that dances? They can do all of those wonderful intricate moves all to music. These Pembroke Welsh Corgis can really bust a move. They're fabulous dogs. They're very intelligent. They want to please their owner. 
They've got amazing confidence. They've got a tremendous mind of their own. The Queen of England's favorite pooch. It's hard not to fall for this dancing dog. Intelligent, protective, devoted, and bounding with enthusiasm. There it goes, These dogs are simply lovable. Though there's no traceable breed history, most folks say the Pembroke Welsh Corgi's ancestry dates back to 1107 AD, when dogs were brought to Pembrokeshire, Wales, by Flemish weavers. The Pembroke Welsh Corgi is the oldest breed of herding dog and has three characteristics that make him great at doing his job. They were actually bred to herd cattle. And you can imagine how cool that would be because they're very short little dogs. They go around and they would nip at the cattle and sheep to um, herd them. The Pembroke Welsh Corgi's low body is often twice as long as his height. But don't let those little legs fool you. They're pretty tough little dogs. Get it. And they move remarkably fast and are very agile for a dog with such short legs. His double coat helped him herd in all weather conditions. The undercoat is short and thick, and the outer coat is coarser and longer. A serious flaw for the show ring are fluffies. A corgi with a coat of extreme length, with exaggerated feathering on the ears, chest, legs, and feet. The fluffies cannot be used for breeding or showing. If not born with a natural bob, the Pembroke Welsh corgi's tail is often cut shorter or docked. Cattle farmers docked the tails to prevent injuries to the dogs. Two breeds share the name Welsh corgi. There's the the cardigan and there's the Pembroke. They look alike, but they're completely separate breeds with different ancestors. The most striking differences are the cardigan's long tail and rounded ears. The Pembroke's ears are pointed, and we know about the tail. The Pembroke is also the most popular of the two. Okay, let's go. A preferred pooch of the British royal family since 1933, the Corgi is now one of the best-known breeds in the world. Queen Elizabeth has 16 of these dogs. She's a huge fan of these dogs. And the Queen is not the only fan. Meet another Pembroke Corgi fan, or should I say fanatic? I am a true Corgi fanatic. I have Corgi stickers in my car, Corgi pictures all over my house, Corgi knickknacks, Corgi stuffed animals, Corgi blankets, Corgi pillows. But I'm obsessed with them, and uh, I mean, just look at them. How can you not be obsessed with them? Okay, let's go. Car Karen Tyndall is the proud owner of three Pembroke Welsh Corgis. Winston, Charm, and Checkers. They're really funny. Um, they're happy all the time. They always run around smiling. They're characters. Let's go. One of Karen's favorite pastimes go, is training her dogs to perform. Come, Chi. Corgis are very trainable dogs. Hey, get it. Good. Go, go, go. Karen noticed how much her dogs love to perform, took it a step further, and started competing in dog agility. A competition sport where a handler directs a dog through an obstacle course. Big, cheap, big. In a race for both cheap. time and accuracy. Good girl, get him. I absolutely love it. Um, I'm almost obsessed with it. Easy. Overcome. Here, tunnel. 
Even though they have short legs, they're extremely athletic. They really seem to have a great time and just do really well. Yay! Give me kiss. Give me kiss. Good girl. Yay. This past weekend, Charm ran a standard run, which is all of the obstacles, everything they climb on, tunnels, jumps. She took first place out of 18 entries. Karen Tyndall is the proud owner of these Pembroke Welsh Corgis. Not only does she train them in dog agility, she teaches them canine freestyle dancing. Often called the tail wagging sport, canine freestyle is dancing with dogs to music. Winston here is an amazing freestyler. He's awesome. He loves it. He's a better dancer than my husband. <laughs> Checker's here. He's just 17 months, and he's going to be as good as his uncle Winston is. Yes! He does multiple tricks already. He pivots around the cane, he jumps over the cane, they jump through hula hoops. Charm does the, what I call the Michael Jackson moonwalk, where she flies backwards and slides her legs backwards as she pivots around me. extremely identical to figure skating as far as the competitive world. You actually choreograph a two to three minute routine. The dogs seem to love it. Show me. And down. Good boy! Pembroke Welsh Corgis live 11 to 13 years and are a relatively healthy breed. They're prone to back disorders, glaucoma, and can gain weight easily, so they shouldn't be overfed. Heavy seasonal shedding can be a drawback and should be a consideration when looking at this breed. A loving, protective, and playful companion, they make excellent family dogs, but may fare better with older children. Because they are a herding dog uh, and they tend to nip, so be aware of that if you have very young, very small children. Go through. These dogs need exercise or they're going to feel frustrated. So they might not be the best apartment dog. They might be better if you had a yard for them. This dog is highly intelligent and has great enthusiasm for learning. Training a corgi is easy because they're very smart. They really want to do what you're telling them to do. So remember, every dog is different, but in general, Pembroke Welsh corgis can live anywhere as long as they get plenty of exercise. They're a fairly healthy breed. Heavy shedding can be a drawback. They're eager to learn, and they might try and herd or nip small children. Their willingness to please is just overwhelming, and I think that's why they just bring me so much joy and pride. So to recap, according to the American Kennel Club, the third most popular purebred is the German Shepherd. They have one of the strongest bites in the dog world, and wolves may be fairly close on the family tree. They were once the favorite dog of Hitler, but today they are a beloved pet in thousands of homes. Jack Russell Terriers, by contrast, are way down the popularity chart from the German Shepherd. 
but they're a big star in Hollywood, and they can jump five times their height. Jack Russells were born to dig, but their firecracker personality makes them a blast to be around, provided you have the patience. Golden Retrievers are the quintessential family dog, number four in popularity, right behind the German Shepherd. They're one of the quietest breeds with the lowest ranking for barking, and the Golden is known for good breath. Prone to hip problems and cancers, surprisingly, they're involved in many bite incidents, but they're still lovable dogs. The Vishla is the aristocrat of the dog world. Regal, that nose in the air above it all. They're a sweet dog that love to hang with their owners. Described as cat-like in the way they move and clean themselves, they're also considered the least smelly breed. The Pembroke Welsh Corgi is a surprising dog. Bold and energetic, he's ready to take on the big fellas. His toughness made him the favorite of the Queen of England, and his agility makes him a natural at dancing. Of course, every individual dog is different and might not follow the breed characteristics. If you're adopting a dog, do your homework and choose a pet wisely. Dogs are a joy to have around. They'll make you live longer, and if you get the right one, they'll help you live better.